0: This is Calgary Today with Angela Kokot on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
1: If you were with us yesterday from 3 till 4, we were talking about distracted driving and the fact that the federal government is encouraging the provinces to take a good hard look at the penalties they impose right now for distracted driving and whether or not they have to get tougher. And uh, Mark Garneau, of course, federal transport minister, already uh, in the criminal code, there is dangerous driving. Uh, Mr. Garneau hasn't gone so far as to say that the federal government is going to step in or, you know, make it even tougher putting distracted driving into the criminal code. As I said, there's already dangerous driving in there. So we had a a great conversation, as we always do, when we are talking about distracted driving. And out of that conversation came uh, your calls and texts about uh, multitasking, whether or not we as human beings are very good at multitasking. Can we do it? And it was it was great to see so many texts, and we actually got a couple of phone calls too from people saying, you know what, we can't do that. We cannot effectively multitask. And that's that whole thing about as you're driving, can you be on the phone? Can you be talking to a passenger? And so I I wanted to carry on that conversation, at least for this half hour. Sandra Thompson is Associate Professor of Psychology at St. Thomas University in Fredericton, New Brunswick. She joins us today. Hello, Sandra.
0: Hello.
1: And the reason I wanted to have you on is that... Your research has focused specifically on multitasking, so I thought you would be a great place to start. Can you maybe just tell me how you would define multitasking?
0: Well, the way that uh, we define multitasking when we're studying it um, is the performance of two cognitively demanding tasks at the same time. Um, so not just any two tasks. We can all walk and chew gum. Um, you know, I can throw in a load of laundry while I'm getting dinner ready, but actually, you know, simultaneously doing two tasks that require some sort of cognitive decision or focused attention.
1: Sandra, I'm glad you mentioned the walk and chew gum because yesterday we did receive a few texts of saying, come on, we can walk and chew gum, obviously we can multitask or we can tap our head and rub our belly. But you're saying the difference is cognitively demanding tasks.
0: Right, so anything that is going to, that's not automatic, that actually requires you to focus your attention on it, um, and particularly when it involves you needing to make some sort of decision. So deciding whether you're going to break in an intersection or continue through when the light turns orange, or deciding what you're going to say next uh, in a phone conversation that you're having on your cell phone.
1: So we're okay with that, as long as that's the only thing that we're dealing with. That's the only demanding task we are dealing with as far as making that decision.
0: Right. Yeah, doing one task at a time, um, I mean, some tasks are certainly more difficult than others, but we can usually you know, do a reasonable job if it's the only thing we need to focus on.
1: Now let's put this in a vehicle. So as you said, if you're having to drive and that's uh, uh, demanding, then if you are texting or talking on the phone, because some people say, what's the big deal? I can talk on the phone and uh, still drive. So would talking on the phone be cognitively demanding?
0: It is. Uh, you're, you're needing to pay attention to what uh, the other person is saying, and you need to formulate a response that's appropriate to that. Um, and so you're constantly sort of scheduling, listening, planning what you're going to say, and then actually you know, saying your piece when it's your turn to talk.
1: How different is that than having a conversation with the passenger? Is it the same thing? It's cognitively demanding if I have a passenger sitting there and I'm talking with them?
0: Yep. Uh, the, the conversation part itself isn't all that different. Um, you're, it's still, you're still making decisions on you know, when you're going to talk, when you're going to listen, what it is that you're going to say. Um, but there are differences to whether you're having a conversation with a passenger in the vehicle with you or someone who is not located in the car with you. And what
1: are those differences?
0: Uh, I think you touched on some of these yesterday, but the, the major difference is that the person in the vehicle with you knows what's going on around you. They, have, they share your context. Um, they can see if, you know, an an animal's run out into the road or if you're approaching an an intersection that's maybe a little bit busy and you're going to need to make a a more complicated turn or a tricky decision. The person that you're talking to on your cell phone has no idea what's going on in the car, and they're not going to slow down or stop talking like your passenger might um, when you start to encounter a more cognitively demanding situation or part of your, your drive home.
1: So, Sandra, as much as we say multitasking, what is our brain doing when we are managing to do a, a, a number of demanding, and I keep saying the cognitively demanding because I wanted to be very clear, it's got to be demanding on our brains, but so what is happening in our brain when this is all working out?
0: That's a really good question. We're still you know, trying to, to figure that out precisely, um, but it seems like your brain is pretty good at, at prioritizing certain tasks over others. Um, and so when you're trying to do multiple things at the same time, that you can sort of get away with doing aspects of, those, of two different tasks at the same time. But the, the, that complex part, that you know, decision requiring aspect of the task, seems to really only be able to happen for one task at a time. And so you'll put the other one on hold or defer that task so that you can focus on whatever thing is most important to you in that moment. So it's constantly, your brain's constantly trying to schedule and organize. Um, all of the different tasks that you're trying to juggle at once and it seems like it prefers to to focus on one thing at a time
1: Hmm. because we always joke that well uh, i joke with my listeners they that women tend to be good multitaskers men tend to be more linear thinkers but you're saying actually all of us were were linear thinkers we want to focus on one thing to do it well
0: yeah when you boil it right down to you know the sort of millisecond by millisecond timing of what's going on in the brain, we're all the same um there's no there's no sex differences and when when it's looked at at that level, um we all need to you know prioritize tasks, and the brain seems to yeah really really be more content uh if you can focus on one of them at a time
1: as much as I'm saying multitasking it sounds like my brain is really. <laughs> multi-shifting. Just, uh, okay, you're driving, boom, you're having a conversation, boom, you're um, picking a CD to play. (laughs) Some people still play CDs. (laughs) But so is that, I'm sort of just shifting from each of those things as opposed to a true focus on one.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good way to to put it. Um, I frame it as, yeah, we're doing rapid task switching instead of actual multitasking a lot of the time. So it might feel like you're, you know, successfully doing two things at once, But what your brain is really doing is rapidly shifting your attention back and forth between those two tasks, between, you know, your your conversation and, you know, your attention on the road or, you know, the homework that you're trying to do while watching TV or whatever it is. And that shifting happens so quickly that a lot of the time we're actually unaware of it and it feels like we're really doing both of those things at the same
1: time. Well and that's what um, we had callers yesterday say that i'm I'm really a good multitasker i've I've done it for so long I've just kind of trained my brain. Is that possible that you that some people just are really good at multitasking and being able to do all of those tasks to a hundred percent of their ability?
0: There are certainly differences in our tendency to multitask mm. some people are are more willing to to try <laughs> um, but there's not a lot of difference in our actual ability to do it. And it sort of depends on on what the tasks are and how practiced you are at them. Um, But when you're doing something new or something difficult, uh, it really does fall back into this rapid shifting rather than actual multitasking. With with a lot of practice, um, very specific tasks can potentially be done at the same time. If you think about learning to drive a car, uh, when you first learn to drive, you have so many things that you need to pay attention to. Yeah. You need to remember to check your mirrors. You need to remember, um, you know, where to keep your hands on the wheel um, to you know, pay attention to in front and behind you and how to shift gears.
1: And which pedal's the ones. gas pedal and which one's the brake? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, in the early days, someone might laugh, but that's that's pr- fairly important.
0: <laughs> yeah, people do mix those up, especially especially when they're first learning. Right. Um, and so that you you could think of that as a whole bunch of different tasks that you have to to do and to keep track of. But with practice, you know, we don't even think about it anymore once we've been driving for some amount of time. You've kind of integrated all of those little individual components into one broad task of driving. And so that's what we see with practice a lot of the time. You just kind of repackage it differently. Not, those things don't require individual attention anymore, but you can complete the task sort of as one. So it's not really multitasking like it was. Hmm. when you were first learning
1: well i'm getting lots of texts from people saying well what do you, wait a minute how am i able to listen to a talk radio show and drive at the same time but you're saying that's probably one of those things you think that you're doing it well but you've done the driving for so long that it, well, it explain that one to me just because i uh, i'm getting a lot of people saying wait i, I can do this i can listen uh, to a radio show and drive
0: you can um now I, I mean it's if the topic was something really new to you or complex, I think you would have a harder time doing that than if it's, um, or if it's in a language, say that you, that isn't your, your native language.
1: I'm going to start doing this in French and I'm going to have a really complex topic. No, I'm kidding.
0: So, <laughs> so that's the
1: idea though, Sandra, you're saying that, oh, if suddenly it's something that's just a little bit different, then your brain has to shift and now you're focusing more on something that's different.
0: Yeah, and you, you have to, you can only do that um, for one part at a time. So if it's, if it's challenging, then when you're listening to the radio, you're, you're taking your, maybe not your eyes, but your attention off the road for fractions of a second at a time. Hmm.
1: Do you think, and I don't know if you've gone this far with your research, that our, our inability or, or we're doing more multitasking and that has something to do with our short attention span as well?
0: Yeah, it does seem like we have a lot more opportunities to multitask uh, these days than in previous generations. Um, and that, that may have an effect on, on our attention span. I don't think it really affects how our attention fundamentally operates, um, but our how satisfied we are with doing you know, one task for a set amount of time. We seem to get bored more quickly, um, and we need constant stimulation. And so we're, we're always, you know, checking our phone, we're checking our email every few minutes just to see if there's something new. Yeah.
1: Um, and so what so that's it, doing to the brain then, right? So you're shifting you're shifting your focus.
0: You are, yeah. And mm. it's, it, that gets tiring after a while. Um, it <sighs> takes work.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? And, and someone just said here, Ange, can you ask your guest if there's a difference when using hands-free phone calls? Because in our province, I can't remember what the laws are in New Brunswick, but in our law, our province... You can still do hands-free when you're driving. Um, and this person is just saying it doesn't sound like there's a difference in cognitive demand whether you're holding a phone up to your ear or not.
0: That's right. And, and the laws in New Brunswick are the same. Handheld devices are banned, but if you have hands-free, that's, that's not against the law. Um, and, but researchers are starting to try to speak out against that because a lot of the, the evidence that we have shows that there really is no difference as you say cognitively, between Mm. whether um, I'm talking to someone through a Bluetooth device or a handheld phone. The extra cost with the handheld phone, obviously, is if you're dialing it yourself, you're taking your eyes off the road. Um, or if you're texting, of course, which that's yeah, yeah. about the worst thing you can do. Uh, exactly. You're I
1: think my listeners are pretty good about saying, yeah, texting is bad, but hey, don't take my Bluetooth and it would kill my show. No, I'm kidding. Sandra, yeah. um, thanks so much for this. I, I want to open up the phone lines after this, but I wanted to, um, have you for a few minutes and I'm glad you made some time for us.
0: Oh, thanks for having me.
1: All right. Sandra Thompson, she's associate professor of psychology at St. Thomas University, uh, Fredericton, New Brunswick. And I know we talked about this yesterday. I'm, I want to have about 10 minutes because I've got lots of good texts that I want to talk about and focus on. <laughs> it's really hard as a talk show host to just focus on one thing. 403-974-8255. Do you think it's bunk? Do you think in no way I can do a lot of things and I do all of those things very well? Or are you buying into that idea of really in our brains we really should just try to focus on one thing and then move on to another thing? I'm Angela Kokot. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk seven seventy four zero three nine seven four eight two five five is the number.
0: Calgary Today with Angela Kokot weekdays at three on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.